Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Proud members of the Podbelly Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No, no, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello, Mary. Hello! How are you? Hi! <laughs> I'm glad our energies are matching up for this episode. Welcome <laughs> to episode 61. No, two. two. What? Who did 60? You did. I did. No. What? <laughs> I did. So it's this is 62. Yeah. All right. We did it. <laughs> That's, uh, this is, uh, oh, uh, you're Kim. I'm Kim. I'm Ketrin. You're Ketrin. Yeah. And this is Kim and Ket Stay Alive. Maybe. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. And we talk about horror movies and we tell the in-depth tale, spoilers and all, and then try to stay alive Yeah, through our own podcast. Yeah. Which is, uh, we have a lot of maniacal laughter <laughs> while we do it. <laughs> Which is uh, we do some of some of our some people are not a fan of our maniacal laughter, but, but they I are say, big fans of Chris Hardwick. Yeah, big <laughs> fans of Chris Hardwick. We got we got a review where someone was mad that I bashed Chris. Hardwick. Actually, when they wrote that, I had no idea what they were talking about. I was like, I don't I even don't recall yeah. talking about Chris Hardwick besides the fact that he was in the movie. Yeah, I think at one point I like was like, was he good? Just because I was like, I he. He's not an actor. Like, I don't... You don't think of him as an actor? Think of him as an actor? I think at one point I was like, I'm not very happy with Chris Hardwick right now. But I was like, that's hardly bashing him. (laughs) I wasn't like, fuck that guy. Let's bury him alive and piss on his grave. Clearly that person hasn't listened to our podcast and heard us bash some motherfuckers. I know, right? Because I'm like, (laughs) is this Chris Hardwick? Is that who reviewed it but then also he's not a fan of our maniacal laughter so <laughs> Ooh, that was a that was a good one um anyway hi hey how's it going boo it's okay so just to warn you we have to take a shot of whiskey are you gonna be okay <laughs> i'm gonna try okay <laughs> I almost just knocked it off my table, so oh, we're off to a good what start. What is going on? I just feel a little off today for whatever I do reason. Because it's, it's a Tuesday. Gina holds out. Tits up. Careful. Don't Careful. make me laugh. <laughs> That's <laughs> gonna be what chokes okay, sorry, me. Sorry, sorry, cunt. Sorry. <laughs> I did it. Nice job. Success. Round of applause for Burnsy. Um, I did it. It went down my esophagus. <laughs> And only that one. Good job. Great work. Thank you. To your esophagus. Um, I wanted to chat about, you know what I wanted to chat about? What, Bill? Oh, fuck. I'm going to cry on the podcast again. 
my god what are you crying about this i don't even a know good what we're crying cry. okay i want to chat about too. you will okay um how happy this podcast and the community that it's brought us into our lives has made me i agree um we went to santa monster palooza a little while back oh my god and had the best time it was so much fucking fun it was like one of my favorite things we've been to and you know me like i i was in it to win it stayed the whole fucking the day whole fucking we time. were we were there till like 2 a.m yeah <laughs> like we were like there i was just like holy shit like <laughs> i'm having because normally you guys i'm like goodbye yeah, tapping out like, I gotta see ya, go. bye yeah you did stay the whole time mm-hmm. like late late night yeah um no it was just so wonderful um th- like the the event was great you know yeah. and all but like because we've been doing this a year and going to like all the things um we've slowly gotten closer and closer with people over time so it's like we saw some people we knew that i would now consider our friends like real life friends yeah not just like podcast friends like real friends and then it's like we meet people they know and then we introduce them to other people we know and they all become friends like two of them like one text me like from fantastic fest afterwards being like saw so and so there who like was our friend from before like all these things and then just meeting other new people yeah like it was just like such a great day it was a great day there was a really sweet baby there miguel i love your baby shout out to miguel and your baby i loved your baby um i I wanted to steal it with auntie kim in full effect right i loved hanging out with our friends from fangoria and our friends from epic I love um, that we call Dread Central, Dread Central. Like John and Christine, like just everyone's so amazing. I know. I love that we uh, called Dave Lawson from Rustic Films and he showed up, got everyone wasted <laughs> and then left. You know, he true... just randomly texted me to be like, what you doing? And I was like, straight drinking with yep. horror people yep. in Burbank. Come over. And yep. he was like, see you in a minute. Dave, we can always. Here's a bunch you. of drinks. Yep. He's literally. Bye. He's, he's like literally... the drink fairy. Yeah. The drink fairy. <laughs> Dave, Dave. my little drink fairy. Um, But I just feel like, I don't know, like that day in particular, I like left feeling like so happy. Me too. And the next day I felt so happy and it was just like, you know, I was still kind of in healing times and I was just like, I just had like such a wonderful day and it's such a wonderful community and like it's just brought so much joy to my life. I agree. And I I feel really, 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 really grateful me too to this podcast and to everyone that we've met and to you because like I also like like you can you imagine like if you sucked (laughs) like everyone (laughs) else is super cool but like we like did uh, like can't imagine if I sucked yeah you can imagine if I sucked (laughs) I can imagine if I sucked too (laughs) no I was saying I wouldn't want to be around myself it was yeah um yeah but it was great Son of Monster Palooza is super fun too they hold it at the the Marriott in Burbank. So there's like a pretty sweet outdoor, outdoor bar situation happening. We spent a lot of time there. It's pretty legit. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like other horror conventions that are like at a place where there's not, you know, it's not, there's not like a full bar set up there. So like you kind of have to like wait in line and like do all this stuff. Yes. Random. Yeah. Um, but this was a, uh, this was prime drinking. And I will say your bloody Mary's. Son of Monster Palooza Marriott Bar were 
fucking delicious. Um, as were your Aperol spritzes, which I've now convinced other people to start ordering. Because oh, that yeah. was the text I received Who? from Fantastic Vest. Oh, it, that he... <laughs> John Condit was like, all right, you win. And Aperol I'm, spritz. I'm fucking blowing you out, shouting you out, John Condit. He drinks Aperol spritzes now, everyone. Dude, he also drinks pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> and White Claws. Like, oh, he, White Claw too. We're winning him over. Yeah, he like is living his best basic, basic bitch, life. bitch life. And and I love um, him for it. Speaking really of John do. Condit, he recently posted something that was on the same note where it was like he was blocked from like, the fucking Instagram's a fucking piece of garbage these yeah. days. We've been blocked from so many things. They keep thinking we're a bot. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going yeah. on. So we like, couldn't post for a week and we couldn't yeah. comment on things. We like, I'm, yeah, it's like, yeah, I we can't should comment on our own if, shit. If you're having a weirdness with our Instagram page, yeah, like, or if you ever disappears go to it magically, there, just give it a second. Yeah. We, fucking Instagram annoying. Is being but anyway, um, he posted a picture of like how Dread Central was like, um, blocked from posting the hashtag horror. You're ki- what? And you're he, joking me. Yeah, and the reason is because um, they think people searching the hashtag horror is somehow like them trying to hurt themselves in some way, shape, or form, or something no. like that. And John's like, "That's fucking insulting to me." And it's a reminder to, of like my entire life that people have been judging me for the things that I like and saying that like that I'm some bad dark person or something. And he's wow. like, especially in half the shit on like that thing is that uh hashtag is just like autumn leaves and whatever yeah. like you know what i mean and he's like there's just so many worse things or that like people who are looking to hurt themselves are like searching hashtag har and like i don't know like it really like i was already thinking this after santa Montepalooza, but i was like i can't even like express like the joy and gratitude i have from like being involved in the horror community like a lot more in-depthly over the past year yeah like it has like changed my life for the better in a really really wonderful way and i feel so fucking grateful and i just i don't know everyone should just be fucking loud and proud with like your love for horror and fuck everyone else because it's an amazing community and it's like been nothing but like the sweetest most like generous loving like people that are like fun and funny and just i don't know and just if I could come in from like, not that the people that we're talking to, this is like preaching to the choir, but the the thing that I came to realize about myself and what I have now realized about the horror community is people, nine times out of 10, the people that are interested in horror are interested in it from a perspective of like processing their own feelings, their own fear, their own sort of, you know, views on the world and things like that you're able to make comments on the world and situations um through horror in a different way than you can with other genres Mm -hmm. and I love other genres for sure but to say that anyone who likes horror is somehow like a horrific person mm-hmm. just does it exactly. just doesn't make any sense no, to me and it it's any sense. it's like the people that are really into true crime right people aren't into murder they're not into killing people they're right. into what that evokes in them that allows them to process something in a way that like the everyday world doesn't allow them to process right. you know even for us like our entire podcast is about how would we stay alive? That comes from a place of like wanting to save ourselves, wanting to save our loved ones, wanting to feel prepared, wanting to, you know, you know, fight good and evil. Like all of those things are like what horror brings out in me. I mean, Mm -hmm. and I'm assuming you as well. So I'm really glad that you said that. Mm -hmm. Again, the people listening to us already know that, but, um, yeah, it's true. And I just want to say, I love all our Sammies and I'm really, really grateful for you. And, 
um, you've just brought a lot of joy to my life. Yeah, me too. And Burns, you're fine. Yeah, you're pretty great. Yeah, cool. Ma'am? Ma'am? Ma'am. Ma'am. Ma'am, I love you. I love you. (laughs) So Son of Monster Palooza was great. You guys should check it out next year. Um, Do we have anything else? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I don't think so. Happy October. Uh Yes. Did you my favorite month, the best month. Yes. Um do you have a movie that I can I hear about? A movie. I'd love to hear about it. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah. It is called Halloween 3: Season uh, of the Witch. Uh, my boyfriend is in that. Please go ahead and thrill me. <laughs> thrill me thrill me (laughs) i only know that because our friend mackenzie parker was like if you like tom atkins check this one out okay i can't wait well i um thought that i hadn't seen this turns out i have oh and i just didn't recall it in my brain as being one of the halloweens how could you Um, not recall it as being one of well you'll see oh okay um, I think I put it as a different franchise. Oh, what is happening? I know it's weird. Okay, <laughs> so okay, uh, it's from there's one major thing that makes it Halloween. I know right? Halloween franchise. Okay, keep going. So it is written and directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, who did who that it the nineteen ninety it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, sup, bud. But still produced by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Oh, okay. These. So, Dead or Alive. Mm-hmm. Dr. Daniel Chalice. Thrill me. Thrill. Oh, he's alive for show. <laughs> Ellie. Uh, but girl? Yes. Little girl? No. No. Woman. Alive. I don't know. I just feel like. Female woman. I just feel like someone who's going by Ellie, like I'm like, maybe she would, when she turned 18, I'm Eleanor now. No? No. We'll move on. I, no. <laughs> no. I actually feel like the opposite, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Connell Cochran. <laughs> His name Catherine's is face. Connell Cochran? His name is Connell Cochran. Okay. He's dead, probably. Connell Cochran. The reason I said the thing about Ellie is because I found out that when my dad first got his like first job, he tried to go by Bill mm-hmm. and because he wanted to like seem like a grown up. Yes. And then he like forgot to respond to Bill. Like people were like, <laughs> hey, Bill. And he like didn't respond. So he was like, it's Let's skip. Skip. Yeah. But that's why I was like when people try to like that's have the funny. more grown up name. Yeah. <laughs> Marge. Dead. Linda Chalice. The wife alive. Mm-hmm. The Cupfer family. All dead. <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> All generations. <laughs> Murdered. All right. We start with some credits. As you do often in movies. But it was a long list of credits. Sure, sure. Just credits. Oh. Pretty long time. Was there the Halloween music? There was some tense music. It wasn't the specific Halloween music. What the fuck is happening? Okay. This is three? This is Halloween three. Halloween three. Okay. 
Um, and it's like computer screen lines, but like 80s, 80s computer right, screen right. lines that keep like, where it's like one, one, zero, zero, one, one, zero. No, just like actual lines. Okay. <laughs> Not numbers. Okay. I was sending you a message with, what is uh, that code called? Me. The one, zero, one. Binary code. Right. Yeah. And then um, we go through all the people that did things shout out to john carpenter he does the music still Mm -hmm. so it's still very good music um and then the computer screen kind of like starts to like turn into a pumpkin okay um like on the screen yeah yeah yeah. not the thing itself sure 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 (laughs) (laughs) and then the pumpkin's just flashing 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 so now it's nighttime we're looking at the under of an overpass, an underpass, if you will. Yep. The under of an overpass. Got it. <laughs> it's dark. It's yeah. like time. <laughs> As opposed to the pass. We got the overpass, the underpass, and the pass. <laughs> I got it. The under of the overpass. <laughs> On screen, it says, Northern California, October, Saturday the 23rd. Ooh. Oh, Vince Eustace's birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Vince Eustace. Yeah. <laughs> that just made me panic because then I was like, wait, then isn't it two other people's birthdays? No, we know, the but then day. it's the next day because yeah. they have the same. I'm like, who always shares whose? Yeah. Anyway. Happy almost oh, birthday to Allison and Anna, Anna the next there day. There you go. Yeah. Happy almost birthday. <laughs> Except that's not what today is no, when you're hearing this not. anyway. But underpass. <laughs> Why are our episodes three hours long? <laughs> okay. Underpass. There's a guy running towards us. Mm-hmm. He is running. And then he stops and like looks behind him. So he's like. Maybe something's chasing him. Got it. We start to see a car coming around the bend. Okay. He keeps running. He runs into a junkyard. He gets to a building. He's like knocking on the door and it's locked. And the car is coming. He goes to like the trailer of the junkyard. Mm-hmm. And then like lo- that's locked. He's like banging on it. The car stops like outside the driveway. And he kind of like ducks down. And the car keeps driving past. Okay. He starts climbing around some shit. The car backs up. Oh, no. And pulls into the drive. Oh, no. He's like watching the car. And it's like, and he's kind of like looking at it and slowly kind of like backing away. Bam! Someone bumps into him from behind. It's like a guy in a suit. The guy tackles him to the ground and like is just calmly choking him. Oh. Like suit man is just like, I'm going to choke you now. Oh, like a calm choke. Yeah. Okay. He's going to strangle you. Sure, sure. To death, probably. Right. Uh, he but- yawns while he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Business. <laughs> God, I hate Mondays. God. I just got my Monday choking. <laughs> so he starts uh, running guy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a, a chain next to him. He starts like pulling, like yanking on the chain. And mm-hmm. that happens to be connected to a block that was holding the tire of a car. Oh. And so he like. Gets it free, and the car like slowly backs into the suit guy, and he gets like crushed between two cars. That's pretty smart. Why did the suit guy not move? I don't know. Because it was slow. No, it's pretty slow. Okay. I mean, he was—he's really dedicated to his job. Okay. Of 
slow choking. Also, if the car is in neutral, you can just hold it off. I mean, can you? I can hold cars. (laughs) (laughs) Can you lift a car, Ketrin? If my child or cat is under it, yes. Or my Kim. I could lift a car off you. Thank you. you. Girl, could I lift a car off you? He's... (laughs) He's just trying to do his, his job Monday of job. choking. Yeah. His Monday choking. He's just trying to clock in, clock out. Yeah. He's like, I'm busy. Yeah. I'm choking right now. I can't worry I'm about doing my car. strangle. <laughs> okay. That guy gets crushed. Running guy crawls out from underneath. The car with the lights are still there. Mm. And the driver in another suit gets out. Oh, interesting. I For some reason, I thought that the suit guy had gotten out of that car. But no, because it totally... happened like right as the car was pulling in, basically. Great. Okay. So now another like suit sneak guy attack. is coming out of the car. Okay. They're good at their job. Yeah. Wow. They're suiting it up. They are professional businessmen. Yep. They, they, buy, Go sell, ahead. buy, <laughs> <laughs> choke, Rawr. scare, choke, stab, Rawr. choke, stab. So... Then that guy like just runs away through the great graveyard. No, the junkyard. Junkyard. I definitely wrote graveyard. I mean, it is a graveyard of cars. Yep. It's a car graveyard. (laughs) That must have been what I meant. Yep. That is what you meant. He just runs away to the distance. Okay. Now we kind of go up to the sky. There's thunder and lightning. And on screen it says one hour later. And now it's like pouring rain. We're outside a gas station. Inside... There's a the attendant is like in there just like chilling, like watching TV. And it's like something on the news about like that we stay on for a pretty long time. It's just like Stonehenge and like one of the stones got stolen or oh. something. And it's like crazy. One of the stones from Stonehenge got yeah, stolen. And they're like authorities are baffled and shit. There's like no clues. It's been nine months and it's fucking crazy because that shit weighed five tons. Yeah. It's also crazy, like, how was it put up other than by witches right. because they didn't have fucking machines to do it. So, like, that in and itself is uh, insane. Definitely witches. Yeah. And this is one Ooh, of the 19... I wanted. Can you write this down? I want to do a postmortem on Stonehenge. Sure. I don't write this down, but... <laughs> I'll write it down in my brain bucket. <laughs> I mean, I could write down, write it down in this paper of scribble right now, right. but I'm never going to look or see that ever again. Got it, got so. it, got it, got it. So I'll just remember it. We'll cut this out. Goodbye. No, when we listen back, I'll be like, that's a postmortem to do. Okay. We'll that's cut how it. I do it. Got it. We'll cut all this out. <laughs> no, people want to know how our business works. <laughs> Buy, sell, choke, stab. Buy, sell, choke, stab. Put on your suit. It's Monday. Monday suit. <laughs> I got to go to the car graveyard to do my business. Oh, my God. Okay. So <sighs> the blue stone was stolen. It's one of 19, which... But this is one fact that I actually thought was interesting. Because I actually was like, what's the deal with Stonehenge? So it'll what's be a great post. What's the post-mortem. deal with Stonehenge? <laughs> um, one of 19 stones. Uh-huh. And they represent the 19 cycles of the moon. Fuck yeah. Pretty cool. Fucking pagans. Like, I'm down with them. Yeah, they know what's up. I think I'm a pagan. I'm a Buddhist pagan. Keep going. Okay. So then a commercial comes on for Silver Shamrock. And it's like... Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Eight more days to Halloween. Halloween, Halloween. Eight more days to Halloween. Silver Shamrock. I knew the song. Oh, did you know Did you know it? Yeah. Have you heard it? No, I just was. It, you just, I just felt, felt it. it. In your bones. Yeah. Uh, so three masks. Um, 
they have they make masks for kids basically for Halloween and they like glow in the dark and blah 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 and attendant guy hears a noise outside like Mm -hmm. trash cans and shit and he like gets up and starts like looking through the windows running guy comes in and like grabs at him basically and like falls to the ground and is like dying kind of and he's like they're coming they're coming and he's holding one of those pumpkin masks oh no um and they're like big cover your whole head thing like it's like you, you they just have a little hole like a pumpkin mascot head yeah, but not big, not right. giant. It fits. Com- it just fits around your face. Got it. Oh, oh, I see. Got it. But it's not just. It's not just the front. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's like a little boop. Yep. You put your hole in. You, you put your head in the hole. <laughs> it's got a little boop. I got it. You put a little boop in the boop. Oh God. So <laughs> they're coming. They're coming. He says. Yeah. And then just passes out on the ground. Oh gosh. And we see. The two of them drive off in the pickup truck. Like, basically, gas attendant guy was just, like, I guess put him in the passenger seat. And right. was like, I'm going to get this guy help. Um, as they drive away, we see a suit guy watching them. Suit guy! Cut to thrill me. Thrill me. Tom Atkins. Oh, my God. He walks into a house, and, like, his two little kids are very excited. And there's, like, an uptight mom and... They're like, oh, my God, daddy's visiting, basically. Uh-huh. Like, daddy's here. And he's like, I got gifts for you for Halloween. And he, he like, got the masks. And they're, like, little plastic masks. Like, 80s masks. are just, like, the ones that only cover the front of right. your face and have, like, a little string, you know? Yeah. And they're like, oh, thanks. They're like, mom Rude. got us silver shamrock masks. <sighs> so they dicks. have, like, the big good ones. Don't you know your do- dad is Tom Atkins? <laughs> <laughs> So they put those on. It's like a little skeleton and a little witch. And the TV is on and the fucking commercial comes on. Eight more days of Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Eight more days of Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Why is this a Halloween store called Silver Shamrock? Hold please, ma'am. All right. Sorry, ma'am. Ma'am? Ma'am. Sorry. Who's telling the story? You are. Shh. Shh. So he gets paged. And turns out he's a doctor. He has to like go into the hospital. And the mom is kind of just like, oh, drinking and doctoring. Great. Or something. Because he had like a flask with him or something. I don't even know. But she just seems like very like the kids were at the table. Like, what are you doing? Like, we were eating dinner. Like, she's unhappy. Okay. With him. Hashtag couples therapy. Hashtag they're divorced. Okay. So. Which I wasn't sure at the time. I was just like, yowza. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes a little bit more um, sense. But then he's ref- she was, is referred to as ex-wife at a certain point. So the kids uh, kind of sit down and watch the fucking TV commercial. And Tom is like, I'm going to go into the hospital. They need me. So he goes. And it's the running guy mm-hmm. that is now on a little stretcher thingy mm-hmm. being wheeled through. And... He's like passed out, but he's like clutching that little pumpkin mask. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they like kind of stop him in the hallway. And one of the TVs is on and it's like beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Eight more days of Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. And he starts to kind of like wake up and like starts to free. He's like, they're going to kill us. Running guy? They're going to kill all of us. Yeah. Fuck me. Like the song wakes him up. So now we're at the parking lot of the hospital. 
and there's a suit guy. Oh no! Are it's these nighttime. black suits, navy suits, They're tan gray. suits, gray suits, gray okay. suits, well tailored, very rented, well tailored, very okay. well tailored, but in like a robot way, not in got like a got it, got it, got it, got it, sexy way. Right, I hear you, but or also like, not in like an ill-fitting what our president wears kind of way. No, 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 okay. no. Well tailored, but I wasn't like, hey, Got about it. it I you know, you. I, I know exactly. a good tailored suit. Oh my, gentlemen, if you Ooh. ever want to show your lady the equivalent of female nudity, put a fucking well tailored suit on. Ooh. Maybe like a skinny tie. Oh my lord, Ooh. my my. I really love. I also love like a navy suit with brown yes. shoes. Oh, fuck yeah, I love a good navy suit with yes. brown shoes. I can't even. Oof, yeah. I'm sorry. We'll be I'm right back. I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, what was I talking about? I don't know. I think we're talking about a a horror movie. Uh, He was in the parking lot. He was in the parking lot. So now it's nighttime at the hospital. Tom is uh, talking to a nurse. He's tired. She's like, go take a nap. And he's like, come take one with me. He gets a smacks her on the ass at one point. It's a little Mm, sexual harassy, a little handsy, a little sexual harassy. But it is the 80s and we didn't know what that was back then. Yep. It was a little, uh, okay, (laughs) bye-bye. That's just the workplace. That's what you get, women, if you're in the workplace. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So suit guy's now in the hallway. Running guy is now like in a room. He's sleeping. Mm -hmm. Clearly he's been helped or whatever. And suit starts to put on some black leather gloves. What? And he's just walking through the halls. And he gets to running guy's room and... He puts his hand over running guy's mouth. Oh, no. And then he picks up his other hand. And I thought he was going to like hold his nose. Right. To like suffocate him. Sure. But instead he takes his fingers and like stabs into his eyes. What? But like uh, uh, almost like shatters his skull maybe. Like Uh, something bonkers. Okay. Was the, and the dude was asleep. Yeah. And putting the hand over his mouth did not wake him up. I don't know. You know, he's asleep in the hospital. Like, maybe he's, like, on some fucking shit. Okay. But, and then he gets his skull shattered. Yes. Through his eyes. Through his eyeballs. Cool. Something like that. Cool. Yeah. His face was mush. Okay. Afterwards. Great. And even if he did wake up, it wasn't like he was, like, not struggling or anything the whole time. Like, but this man is, like, holding him down. That's why he was holding his Got it. mouth. Okay. Uh... And uh, then he like his hands are all bloody from, you know, or I mean, his gloves are all bloody. Mm -hmm. So he just like goes to the little like sheet thing that like wraps around the ceiling, Mm -hmm. the the rooms where it's the separator, the separator. Yeah. And he just starts like wiping his hands on that. On the separator? On the separator. It's very bizarre. Um, but his gloves, he's just like wiping the blood off his gloves while they're on his hands, like on the little curtain, basically on the curtain. And the nurse comes in right at that moment and she's just like, uh, sir, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. Just kind of slowly leaves. He just like walks by her and leaves. And she's like, I need help. And so Tom wakes up and like goes to find her. And the nurse is like freaking out. Like she can barely speak. She's like, "A a man was a man came that way, you know. And so Tom starts like following in that direction. And He's basically like chasing him through the hospital, but he's too late. The man has like gone to the parking lot and gotten in his car. Mm -hmm. And Tom watches this happen. 
this is just a bonus point. Great. For just think of something crazy as to what suit guy does next. Something crazy that suit guy does next. He's so he, in the car he driving sat, away. No, no, no. He just okay. sat in his car. Okay. Just got sat in, in his car. He sat in his car. And what does he do next? Something cr- and he just does something crazy. It's pretty bonkers. He, he I mean, I would say it's to to get away with murder. Murder, I guess. To kind of get away. Ugh. He chops his own hands off. That's a great guess. And then eats them. Ooh, great guess. He just sits in the driver's seat and starts dumping gasoline all over himself and face and then lights himself on fire. Okay. Mondays, am I right? Right? God. (laughs) Who can even take it anymore? I just want to light myself on fire all this (laughs) killing. Got okay. this business suit on. So that was crazier than mine. Yeah, I was like, what? Tapping. Yeah. He was just so like nonchalant about it. I was like, wow, businessman. Mm-hmm. Very businessy. So now Tom is calling his ex-wife and telling her, like, he's like, look, shit went down. I can't come get the kids. And she's flipping out because she's like, it's your fucking turn. Um, and he's like, okay, look, I'll, I'll come get them on Saturday. There's like cops all around the hospital and Tom sees uh, they're kind of like looking at different stuff and he sees like the pumpkin mask there and like on the back of it is a little silver shamrock mm-hmm. like logo. So it's like a little like circular like button almost mm-hmm. that's like on the mask that says right. silver shamrock okay. and, and then he like recognizes it because he's like, oh, that's what the fucking kids wanted, wanted had. and have yeah. and she got for them. Blah. Sunday the 24th. Anna and Happy Allison's birthday. birthday. Anna and Allison. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like early morning, daytime now. The car outside is still like smoking a little bit. We're at the hospital. There's cops around, etc. A lady comes in and she's sad faced. And she comes to look at the body that's of running guy that's still just laying in his hospital bed with a blanket over him. Sure. Seems like they didn't do things very efficiently or no. quickly, but... She came there to come identify his body, basically. That's her father. Right. So the cop is like, it's probably drugs. Like, it was some crazy man who just, like, came in here. Not that the dad was like. Oh, I thought they were like, like, drugs probably made his head shatter. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) They're like, he was murdered, but it was, like, some fucking crazy dude that, like, came in and then fucking lit himself on fire. Like, he was probably just fucking cracked out of his mind. So... Tom is now kind of leaving, like walking through the hallways and he sees the daughter somewhere else just like kind of crying and they make a little eye contact. Now we're at the coroner's office. Wednesday, the 27th. Got it. I don't know anyone with that that birthday, so Mm. we can move on. Okay. Tom. Oh, what day is today that this is coming out? Oh, I don't know. God damn it. So it's the 16th? Yeah. Oh, shit. So today is my brother and sister's birthday. Oh, shit. (laughs) I don't think they listen, but it is. Fuck. Happy birthday, Catherine and John. <laughs> They're two years apart. Oh, neat. On the same day. Wow, that's crazy. I know, right? So one of my 45 siblings. Right. So Tom is at the coroner's office with a coroner lady. 
Okay. And trying to get <gasps> info. I like that there's a coroner lady in the 80s. Oh, great. Good. Oh, wait oops. till you see what oh, happened. Okay. So uh, he's trying to get info about what happened. The suit guy, basically, who lit himself on fire. Because he's like, that was not drugs. No. I watched him be in complete control just like walking down the hallway. Yeah, that was cuckoo birds. And so he gets like a little flirty with her, basically. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Thomas. Thomas J. Atkins. Get it together. <laughs> Thomas Janine Atkins. <laughs> Thomas Janine. Get over here right some now. maniacal laughter there. It was. I'm <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Calm yourself, <laughs> ma'am. Uh, he basically gets a little flirty, though, and then she's like, okay, I'll find out something for you. Oh, God. So now Karen. Karen. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> I mean, he's, you know. Are you having feelings for Thomas Janine? Thomas Janine has got some swag. I agree with you. Swag. I fucking agree with you. I'm like, hey, Thomas Janine, thrill me, okay? Thrill me. Fine, I'll get you your coroner information. Yeah. God damn it. (laughs) Fuck. So charming. We're getting away with all the sexual harassment. I know. God. He wasn't even like sexual harassing with no. her. It was just like, it was flirty, flirty yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. but it was kind of just like, um, whatever. So now Tom's at the bar Friday, the 29th. <gasps> this is my friend Bryn from high school. Her birthday is <laughs> on the 29th. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Cartoons are on the TV. Okay. And he's just sitting out there at the bar and he's like, yo, can we change the channel? And then a commercial comes on for the original Halloween. But with M- Michael Myers? Myers. Yeah. Oh. And Jamie Lee Curtis. I forgot it's- we're watching a Halloween movie. Uh, right? And so the OG Halloween <sighs> is on the TV and there's like a commercial for it. And it says, brought to you by... Boom, 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 boom. Two more days to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Two more days to Halloween. Wilbur Myers. So now the daughter walks into the bar. Daughter of running guy. Right. Who was sat at the hospital. Yeah. Uh, comes in and she's like, I'm Ellie Greenbridge. The nurse told me to find you here. She says, I saw you at the funeral. Like, thank you for coming. And she's like, so did my dad say anything to you before he died? And Tom says, yeah. He said, uh, tell Ellie I love her. And Ellie's like, I mean, you're a bad liar, but thank you. Oh, that's nice. And Tom was like, look, I don't know. He wouldn't let go of like this Halloween mask. And he just, all he said was, they're going to kill us all. And then he's dead. Right. So I don't know what's going on. And his Halloween mask was like a little pumpkin. The pumpkin. There's like three masks. There's the Halloween, the witch, and the skeleton. Okay. Got it. So. The pumpkin, the witch, and the skeleton. (laughs) What did I say? (laughs) The Halloween, the witch, and the pumpkin. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The pumpkin, the witch, and the skeleton. (laughs) Got it. I knew what you meant. Yeah. I just wanted to explain for our Sammies. (laughs) Wow. So then they go to the store that the dad owned. Mm-hmm. Thomas, Janine, and Eleanor? Ellie? Ellie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thomas, Janine, and Eleanor <laughs> go to the dad store. Mm-hmm. And she's to like... got a new dad. To be- <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a new dad, please. 
Oh, you're in luck. We're having a sale, ma'am. <laughs> like I'm in the market dad. for a new dad. <laughs> Oof. Oh, man. I, uh, so there's Halloween stuff in the store. It seems kind of like a general store. And she's like, oh, you know, I don't know if you've ever been here. Business like hasn't been going great. I'm sure mm. you just like go to the big mall now that everyone else goes to. Kind oh. of thing. But there's definitely like a wall of like the shamrock masks. masks. And <clears throat> Ellie's like, look, I've been doing some detective detective work and looking through his schedule planner. And she's like, on October, she's like, this, he did this, he did this. October 20th, it says, pick up more masks. And she's like, each thing, it was like, do this. And he did it. And then it was like, pick up more masks. And that's what he had written. And then the next day for the 21st, it was dinner with so-and-so, but that he never showed up for. Okay. So something happened around that day. Right. Of the masks. Yeah. Um, You know. And I don't know anyone born on the 21st, so... The 21st, I don't know. The 20th. See, now I'm getting in trouble because I'm just like forgetting birthdays. I think the 20th is my stepdad's birthday. Oh, okay. Happy birthday, Barry. (laughs) Barry. (laughs) Burry. This is a weird thing we're doing. I don't know why we're doing (laughs) No, it won't stop. It won't stop. (laughs) But now I'm panicking about the day. It's the 20th. Okay. The 20th. The beep, 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 beep. So he went to Santa Mira, which is where the mask factory is. Okay. And she's like, I'm not going back to LA till I know what the fuck happened to my dad. Jeez. Cut to Thomas Janine on a payphone with mm-hmm. his ex wife. And mm-hmm. he's like, Look, I can't be there this weekend. Yeesh. Oof. 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 But oof. I'm going to come back to take them trick or treating on Halloween. Okay. So he like bails again. And then gets out of the phone booth and, like, goes and gets in the car with mm-hmm. Eleanor. But, like, why are they doing fucking... Whatever. It's fine. Well, He's not a detective. He's a doctor. Yes. Like, doesn't he have shifts at the L'Hopital where he works? I'm no doctor. I don't know. Okay. I'm a suit worker. I'm just, like... All I know how I'm to do <laughs> is, is strangle and... Shatter and shatter, and I'm just like Thomas Janine. You were a detective in the other movie. Like, if you want to be a detective, do that. But like, you're a doctor now. He felt very detectivey. Yeah, but uh, oh, as he like walks away from the phone booth, mm-hmm. he was like in front of you know a store that has a bunch of TVs, mm-hmm. and it was like as he walks away, the fucking commercial comes on. Again. Jesus Christ! <sighs> and they're like two more days. <laughs> so now they're driving to the factory, and it's like out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Okay. And they're talking about, like, how it's the largest Halloween mask creator in the country or something. And it's, like, run by, like, proud Irish people. Okay. Hence the Shermorsh. So it's, like, someone who came over from Ireland and started it, et cetera, et cetera. And then when you get to the town, everything there is, like... Like, there's, like, shamrock stuff everywhere. Like, the bar is called, like, the Dublin Inn. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, all little tiny stuff, but it's clearly all very, like, Irish shit. Yeah. And everyone in town is watching them. Like, everything that they drive by, like, all the people are, like, staring. Okay. Like, she's, like, I feel like I'm in a fishbowl. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Weirdsies. And there's also, like, cameras on all the street poles that, like, move kind of. Like, they're, like. Weird zones. Kind of feels like deliverance a little bit. Or like just that they're going into a town where people are like, who the 
fuck are you? Yeah, like it feels very small town. Like, yeah. And they're like, you know, I think they even say that where it's just like it's a factory town where it's like everyone works at the factory. Yeah, and knows everyone. Yeah. So they're like, okay, let's like pose as buyers. We'll get a ho- hotel room at this little tiny like motel that's connected to the gas station. Mm-hmm. And that way we have like a fucking place to talk without everyone being in our business. Mm-hmm. So... They go there and the Irish guy who runs the gas station and the motel is like, hello. (laughs) Yep. And (laughs) they're posing as husband and wife. Okay. And Irish guy kind of starts like showing them around and like Tom's like, okay, distract him. So he's like showing her the room and like, let me get your bags. And they have like a bag because they weren't really planning on staying. Right. And he kind of runs over to the office and checks the little log of like sign-ins, you know, and he sees the dad's name oh shit okay on october 20th very detective-y thomas janine right? you're a doctor i forgot it's, yeah i forgot so um the irish guy is all talking about mr cochran who runs shamrock connor um, cochran collar cochran colin connell connell cochran connell cochran connell collar and he's like, Colin Cochran. And then a car slowly drives by and it looks familiar. Yep. And Irish guy's just like, Connell Cochran's a great man. He's a true genius. And all these things. Like, he just fucking loves him and thinks he's I like the best fucking dude. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't practice it. Probably should have. <laughs> I practiced the, the song. Girl, it's tough. So then at that moment, a big motorhome like drives in and there's like music playing and this like little fun, like wacky family comes out. They're from San Diego. It's okay. just like a couple and they're like 10 to 12 year old son. Okay. 10 to 12. That's very specific. I know. what I don't know what that's. I would say 7 to 15. Nope. 10 to 15. 10 to. Fi- okay. 8 to 15. Okay. 8 to 15. Eight. Alive. Between alive and dead. Alive. Got it. Okay. Eight to 12. (laughs) So that little family comes in and then another lady drives in and she's all fucking pissed off because she's like, the fucking factory screwed up and now I got to stay in this dump again. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are serious about their Halloween masks. Well, they run stores. Okay. Yeah. They own stores and this is how they make a living. Yeah. So, um... Thomas Janine and Eleanor get into their room and there's one bed in there and he kind of starts talking about like, should I get another room? And like, uh, but they're like, but she's like, I mean, we, that would blow our cover to poses. Yeah. Literal husband and wife. So like, we should probably fuck. I mean, for, well, for our cover. Probably. You know? Because yeah, he's we like, I mean, it. I can sleep in the car or like, I don't know, on the floor or whatever. And she's like, she's like, where do you want to sleep? <gasps> And he looks at her and is like, that's a dumb question. <gasps> and he's like, I want to sleep in your pants. That's where I want to sleep. He does. Because then he walks over and he kisses her. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he's Thomas Janine. Yeah. I mean, to me, I was like, wow, that all happened very quickly. But it did. Yeah. I mean, he knows what he wants. You weren't. So does she. Yeah. They're, everybody everybody is consenting. There was no part of what you were saying, Ketrin, that was incorrect. Like yeah. you were just like, no, I was like, no, that's exactly what was happening. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can see it playing out right now. So now the sun is going down and all these messages start going off like in the town, 
like announcements over speakers and it's like it's six o'clock it's curfew it's curfew like everyone get inside please return to your own homes okay inside it's six o'clock curfew curfew and i was like weird jesus so now it's uh nighttime and there's like kind of we're looking at like the cameras on the streets there's a, a little shamrock store that is still open for whatever reason because I'm just like, but isn't it curfew? Yeah. And so Tom is in there and he like just bought a bottle of something because he's like, fuck it, you know, fucking Thomas Janine. Yeah. Gotta, <sighs> gotta lube up a little bit. Do what I want. So uh, he like bumps into this guy who seems like I think like a homeless gentleman. Okay. And the guy's like, hey, uh, do you mind if I have a drink? Uh, I don't have any diseases or anything. So Tom's like, here you go. And, like gives him a swig of his bottle. And he's like, hey, you know anything about uh, Mr. Cochran? Co- Co- Cochran? Co- Connell That's Cochran. Yeah, yeah, Connell Cochran. Cochran. Felt weird when I said it. it. It's a weird name because you want it to be like McConnell. Connell is a weird first name. And then Cochran, you're like, am I saying that right? Because it. Oh. It's weird. It's weird. I didn't want his last name to be McConnell if he said that. Yeah. No. Connell about Cochran. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Cock now. Cock. Cock. Cochran. Cockle Cochran. Cock. Mr. Cock. (laughs) Mr. Cockle Cochran. And homeless gentleman is like, yeah, well, he brought in everyone, like all the people that work at the factory from the outside. He's like, not me. I'm a fucking local boy. And he like shot me down wow he couldn't get a job at the factory this is interesting and he's like you better watch out there's cameras everywhere guarantee he's watching you and he's like fuck you cochran kind of just yells to the air and he's like this is gonna and he seems like maybe he's a little drunk or something he's like this is gonna be your last halloween i'm gonna get a bunch of those molotov cocktails and burn it down oh and and thomas jane's like okay thanks sir yeah and kind of moves along and homeless guys now like kind of drunk, like wandering around. Suit guys appear. And homeless gentleman is just like, I was just kidding. I was just, I was just kidding. Whoa. He what? like knows who the suit guys are and he's freaked out by them. Uh, He seemed freaked out. Shit. How many suit guys? Two, I believe. Okay. And suit grabs his head and rips it off his body. I'm sorry. What? One suit guy grabs his head mm-hmm. and rips it off his body. Oh, and then he throws my. that, and then the other suit guy throws the body. Ma'am, that's Tuesday. Yep, Tuesday. You know, that's what you do on a Tuesday work. Yeah, Tuesday work day. Tuesday work day is is head ripping day. Head ripping day. Monday is choking and crushing day. Tuesday is head ripping day. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, you gotta go to work. Yep. You put on your suit. You go to work every day. Working nine to five. <laughs> okay. So Eleanor is now at the motel. And she's talking to the lady that was like all, all, all kind of pissed off. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, oh, like the lady's like, are you picking up an order too? And Ellie's like, yeah. She's like, man, their merchandise is slipping though. She's like, I know my kid was like throwing around. She has one of the masks. She's like throwing it around. But the little trademark shouldn't just come right off. And like that little circle thing yeah. had like come off her her mask. Okay. And she's like, hi, I'm Marge. I'm from San Fran. I got a store, blah, blah, blah. Check it out. So Marge goes into her room and the trademark little circle button kind of like falls onto the ground and we see the back of it now and it almost looks like there's like a little computer chip on the back. Okay. So Eleanor is in the shower 
she gets out and wraps a towel around her and is very cold. So cold. So, so cold. cold. I didn't know it was so cold, but she seemed very cold. Also, we're in California. So then she like had October. to. It's not like that <laughs> I mean, cold. they're in. Oh, I'll nope, take it. Nope. Yep. Nope. They're in Northern <laughs> California, though. I guess. Okay. So maybe guess a little, cold. maybe a little chill, chill. But like, I don't know. It's just weird. So she like immediately, she like wraps a towel around her and then like immediately like grabs the, the blanket off the bed and wraps that around her. Dramatic. <laughs> like instead of the towel. Oh I, was just, I mean, it was like the tiniest towel, you know? Sure. <laughs> you know, those towels where yeah. you're just like, give me a full towel, please. Give me a please. full towel. Ma'am. Ma'am. May I have a towel, please? I need a towel. I need one towel that covers my breasts and my butt. Yeah. All like she was like the same hunching time. over. Like nothing was shown. Like she right. was just hunching over to even like you know, but she just seemed quote and then needed a blanket. So she just wrapped herself immediately. But I was like, okay. Yeah. So now Marge is, uh, she's in her motel room and she's like getting in bed with a good book. Tom is in what I assume is the office. Cause she's calling, he's calling from a phone to the coroner lady. Okay. And want to check in on like, what's up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, fuck. she's like, I'm sorry. They mixed up the envelopes. Somebody fucked up because she's like, all I had, what like we were doing an autopsy on car parts, basically. What? Like, yeah, basically being like, we were supposed to be looking at the the body. Like there was like, yeah, the evidence of the body and then the evidence of the burnt up car. And somebody mixed up the shit because she's like, we were just looking at a bunch I'm of fucking car parts. Concerned <laughs> at that whole situation. <laughs> That somebody misidentified car parts for body parts. I'm so concerned about well, they, that entire I don't department. Think there were see-through envelopes. I think <laughs> I need to better. shut this place. I'm making some calls. This is not acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to the room. Tom comes in, and Ellie. We see like the back of her where she's still like wrapped in the blanket. Mm-hmm. But then she opens the blanket, and she's wearing like a lingerie nighty sort of thing. Oh. My. Which I was like, wow, glad she that was one of the things she included she in the not yeah. packed case. Sounds like she was like, Thomas Janine, I'm packing a lingerie suit. <laughs> so she like drops the blanket and then it's like sexy time. And I was like, hello. Wow. And she like lays down on the bed and he like comes up <gasps> from like her legs and then like is very sensual and then like straight sucks her nipple. Janine <laughs> oh like, my heavens I was like what is happening right. hello <laughs> good lord okay like yeah just I mean it was like from above but it seemed like her nipple her was nip- inside his mouth sure I mean okay and every time you see things like that like I'm just like I'm not mad at this me neither um, but I also wonder what that would be like as an actor yeah i always think about the acting of it yeah wow so now that it's later in bed and they're like cuddling and the radio is on next to them and then it's like beep boop beep boop beep boop beep two more days halloween halloween power off so tom changes the station and ellie's kind of like kissing up on him again and he's like aren't you even a little bit tired Uh, and she's like no and he's like wait how old are you? And I was like, fuck. Thomas Janine, you need to ask this before, before you suck someone's nipple. Before. Prior. Alert. Prior to before. nipple sucking. And <laughs> alert, she's like. Alert. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, relax. I'm older than I look. 
And I was like, girl, feel you. I Yeah. Hashtag my life. Right. And then they kind of roll around again. Okay. But also she still didn't answer the question though. So I'm going to need a hard over 18 <laughs> hard over, over this. 18. <laughs> I, think, I think she's good. Okay. Okay. I wasn't concerned. Okay. So Marge, back to Marge, she puts down her book and she sees the little shamrock button on the floor and she um, picks it up and like looks at the back and is like, what the fuck is this computer chip thing? And she like grabs a bobby pin out of her hair. She just like pulls that out. She starts trying to like scoop the little the little chip out, and okay. then a laser shoots into her mouth. I'm sorry, ma'am. And Eleanor and Thomas Janine are like making out, and she's like, "Do you hear a noise?" And he's like, "Who cares?" Back to Marge. She's like shaking, and it says like mangled, lasered face. Oh, Jesus! Like her lips are like like just her. She oh, not like just looking not good. good. Uh, and it's just like, I'm dying. And then a bug crawls out of her mouth. A bug crawls out of her mouth. Okay. We have a whole lot happening here. I know. We have Stonehenge. We have lasers. We have bugs. We have Matt. I mean, this is a lot. It's a lot. Okay. I hope you're keeping score. It sounds I like you are. I am. So T and E are sleeping. TJ and... and- Enor. E- Enor. They're <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> they hear a car outside. Thomas Janine gets up naked. We see his Do we see his dong booty. No. Oh, okay. We just see the back and he like slips on some pants. But, he's but got I was a like, boot hey, boot? booty. Hey. What's up? And there's a white van that pulls up and a bunch of guys in white coats that get out. White coats? Okay. Yeah, like doctor scientist sure, coats. Sure. And... They have a stretcher and they go into Marge's room and they start to wheel her out. Mm -hmm. And Thomas Janine goes out and he's like, hi, I'm a doctor. Uh, Oh, I I would like to help you because you're acting like a fucking detective. I know. He's like, let how let me help. And they're kind of like, no, we got it. And they drive away or the, the van drives away. But there's still like two other white cars there with like white jacket guys everywhere. And Irish motel owner guy is, um, like, don't worry, don't worry. She's going to have the best care that money can buy. And then Mr. Cochran drives up. Mm-hmm. And he is like, we are just going to give her the best treatment, blah, blah, blah. And Tom's like, well, where are you taking her? And he's like, to the factory to- where the best treatments are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Mr. Cochran, like, kind of, like, backs up over to the little science men and is like, what happened? And they said, misfire. Oh, dear. So now TJ and Enor are in their room talking about what did misfire mean? And and why did her dad uh, went like go to the factory and all these things? So now it's morning. Mm-hmm. Saturday the 30th. Saturday the 30th. Uh, no birthdays on the 30th that I can remember. <laughs> Tom calls Lady Coroner and... She's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this shit's been tampered with. Because she's like, you'd think when a birdie, a Bernie <laughs> body burns. Oh. <laughs> oh, you'd think when a Bernie bots. <laughs> you'd think when a body burns to bits, Ooh, there would be that's... bone fragments. Sure. Teeth. Something. Yeah. She's like, there's none of that. There's just ashes and car parts. Jeez. 
So Thomas Janine tells her to find out everything she can about Mr. Connell Cochran. Okay. And who he is. And then they get a little flirty flirty. And then he hangs up the phone. Corner, also not a detective. But that's fine. Yep. Where are the detectives? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) He hangs up the phone, which again, I was like, is this in the motel office? I think it was because like as he hangs up, we see like connected to like the phone on the wall is like a little speaker like or recording device device thing. A tap, if you will. It's tapped. That phone is tapped. Got it. So now we're at the factory. T and E are heading in. Suits are watching. There's an Irish lady at the front desk. And she there. I guess they were asking about her dad's order. Mm-hmm. And she's like, there must be a mistake because the someone came and picked this up on the 20th. And she's like, let me find out. And like someone else comes in and. She's like, do you remember who picked up this order? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a guy in an old green station wagon. And Ellie's like, yeah, yeah, that's my dad's. That's my dad's car. And he's like, yeah, he said he was like heading up north. I don't know. Then our quirky family comes in and they're coming in. They're like, hello, we're here to see Mr. Cochran. They're like, we're the. I wrote Cuthbert's, but it was something else because I called them something else earlier. Uh, Cuthbert's. Cuthbert's. And. Mr. Cochran comes in and kind of welcomes them. We're also like in the front office at this point. And he's like, this family, their store sold more um, masks than anyone else in the country. Okay. So we're like treating them. And then he says to like Tini are kind of like gonna, they've like backed off a little, like they're gonna leave or something maybe. And he's like, oh, I just wanted to apologize for last night and let you know Marge is fine. She's been flown to a hospital in San Fran. Hmm. And uh, when just your face to, is laser burned off, I don't know if you get to like say you're fine the very next day. She's not dead, I think, is what okay he meant. Okay, I wrote fine. He might have used different words. Okay, great. So I'm just very suspicious of this whole thing. Okay, okay. And he's like, and just to make it up for you, I'm going to give you a replacement order for the one that you're looking for that you're missing on the, house. on the house. And he's like, what's your name, by the way? And they're like, Mr. and Mrs. And Tom's like, Smith. Smith. Good one. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Good one. Great. Thomas Janine. Thomas so, Janine Smith. Now they're. <laughs> now he's like, all right, on with the guided tour for our family that won this thing. And Mr. Cuthbert is like, oh, can my friends come too from the motel? And. Uh, and Mr. Cochran's like, oh, sure. Yes, I was just about to ask them. Oh. So now Thomas Janine Smith and Eleanor <laughs> get to go on the tour with them. Okay. So they're looking through the factory and they're like ma- making masks in like these big clay bowls. It was mm-hmm. actually really cool. Oh, should we invite them to our plaster of players? Uh, like, I think they could teach us a workshop. Oh, great. Maybe like, we'll we do could our learn plaster of some night shit at, at their Silver Shamrock. Love it. I think we should. Okay. And then there's other rooms where there's other little no- like novelties of like little music things. Uh-huh. Um, and the family is talking about Cochran and like how he's a genius of like practical jokes. Like he invented sticky toilet paper and this and this and this. Like he used to make toys. Like he's just like. Sticky and, toilet um, paper? He invented it. I would lose <laughs> my fucking mind. If someone played a sticky toilet paper joke on me, I would lose my shit. Watch out. Now I know. I will murder you. I will burn this place down. (laughs) 
so they're walking around, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, Mr. Cochran's the best. He's done all the things. And little kid comes upon a box of like finished masks. But there's like some that are like kind of just laying out still and some that are like in a box in bags. And he tries to, and he's like, am I allowed to have a, a pumpkin mask? And Mr. Cochran is like, oh yeah, yeah. But take one of these that's in the bag. He's like, because that has the little button on it, the silver oh. shamrock button on He's like, these other ones haven't been through final processing yet. Okay. And everyone's like, what's final processing? And he's like, oh, it's just like we give the seal, seal of approval, you know, and do all the tests and like, you know, can't give away our trade secrets though. And then we see that like across the walkway is a door that says final processing on it. But okay. like they can't, they're not allowed to go into that one. Right. They're like at the loading dock area at this point. And he's like, no, you know, chemicals, blah, testing, blah. So now we're like kind of out at like the loading dock. There's suit men standing around. Thomas Janine Smith and Eleanor are leaving. And Thomas Janine is kind of like, they're kind of, they're still like kind of in the area and they're walking away though. And he's like, I mean, I'm just seeing some familiar men. Because all these guys looking a lot like suit guy <gasps> who oh, killed your dad. Dear me. So then a little garage open up, opens up and we see just the back part of a car. Like it's been covered with like a, a tarp. tarp, but we see like a little bit of it. And Eleanor freaks out and she's like, that's Papa's car. That's Papa's, <gasps> Papa's car. And she starts to run towards the garage. Oh, shit. And then two suit guys just kind of stand in front of her and block her. Like, they don't do anything. They just, like, stand there yeah. like bouncers almost. Yeah. And um, everyone, like, kind of looks at Mr. Cochran to be like, why are they not letting her in? And he's like, trade secrets, you know? So she's just standing in front of, like, these two guys who are just standing in there now. Question number one, what does she do and what do you do? Can she see the license plate? I don't think so. It was just like the back corner kind of. Okay. I am going to say, okay, sorry, go into my super polite mode. And then I'm going to go to a payphone outside of town. I'm going to tell Thomas Janine what my plan is. I'm going to go to a payphone outside of town and I'm going to call the actual police officers, not doctors posing as detectives and be like, listen, Something fucking weird is going on. Me and Thomas Janine are at the factory where they make these mas- masks. And I know that that was my dad's car and they wouldn't let me see it. Why the fuck does this mask factory have my dad's car? This is fuckity fucked. But I'm going to be super chill about it while while within the, you know, county lines. Mm-hmm. What does she do? So up to this point, they're just standing in front of her and she has not yet reacted per se in the sense that like they stood in front of her and mm-hmm. now I'm being asked the question mm-hmm. um does she try to push past them and try to get a better look at the car point for you okay she just walks away like lets it go Ugh, that's weird and so she goes to the motel now and there she starts packing and she's like freaking out and Thomas Janine is like, I think it's time for the Marines. He's beyond where you are, Ketrin. What in the fuck? And she's like, I'm scared. Let's leave. And he's like, all right, 
you pack, stay here. He's like, I'm going to go to the office and call the police. He's like, there's got to be someone whose jurisdiction this is. Yeah. So he goes to the office. Because it's not the doctor's jurisdiction. <laughs> else I would help. This is ridiculous. <laughs> he goes to the I'm so mad. Goes to the office. Somewhere there's a fucking commercial playing. One more day to Halloween. 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 Uh, He's on the phone and he calls the operator and it says, I'm sorry. I cannot complete that call as dialed. I'm ma'am. 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 He tries again and it just says, I'm sorry. Cannot complete that call as, as dialed. Get out of that town, sir. So he goes back to the room. No. Okay. Eleanor is gone. Eleanor! Eleanor. He opens the door. There's a line, like a row of suit men standing out there. Question number two, what does he do? What do you do? So he opens the door out out of the room again. Like he goes into Into the room. room. No, Eleanor goes back out. he's in the room and he opens the door and sees them. A a line of suits. Mm -hmm. I'm very confused because I'm like, you're a doctor. You don't have a detective belt with a gun in it or any of those things but how many detective men have we come into who aren't doing a good job at that i guess i mean okay uh <laughs> he's he's way more icolas cage than icolas uh, cage he really is um so they're not confronting him they're just staring at him right it's just like a row of them ominously standing there i mean he's only opened the door for a second i right. don't i don't know uh, if they're going to confront him, I'm going to. I really want there to be a window in the bathroom. Is there? I believe so. Okay, I'm gonna go back in. From when she was taking such a cold shower. Oh right, I'm gonna um climb out the. W- I'm gonna close the door and climb out the window in the bathroom, and I think we do that hand in hand. Yay! So he shuts the door, locks it, runs to the bathroom, climbs out the bathroom window. They just like break into the door. It's like they just like walk through almost. Jesus. And now Thomas Janine is like running through the streets. And there are there's like white shamrock cars driving around. It's nighttime. A car, he sees a car pull into another garage somewhere. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of suits pull Ellie out of the back seat. <gasps> Question number three. What does he do? What do you do? Uh, I think I'm going to hide and I'm going to stealthily follow them to see where they're taking Ellie. Mm. I think he's on foot, correct? He's on foot. I think he does the same. It's a half a point okay. for him. He goes to a payphone and tries the operator again. Okay. And it says, if you like to make a call, like it's like not fucking yeah, working. Of course. Of so, fucking course, Thomas Janine. <laughs> there's still like another car driving around. He kind of like ducks and then he runs to the factory and does like stealthily kind of like squeeze into the fence, tries to open some windows. Um, he sees like an open window somewhere and climbs in. So now he's like creeping around inside the shelves and shit. Where Ellie was taken. He's inside the factory now. And that's not where she was? This was I a was, different place? It was unclear. Okay. But I, I think they might have been connected. Okay. All right. It was unclear what they drove into exactly. Okay. Um, But it was the Shamrock guys for sure. Okay. So 
So he kind of like ducks because of course there's like moving cameras in there too. And there's a private door, like it says private on it. So it's like the office probably. He goes in, there's another door and he sees an old lady sitting there. An old lady? Sewing. Sewing? Very old. Okay. Just sitting in like a rocking chair, sewing. Okay. And he goes up and he kind of like grabs her and shakes her and her head falls off. Ma'am. Inside. Put your head back on. Are mechanical bits. Oh. She's a robot. Oh dear. A suit comes behind him and now like throws him into some boxes in the factory. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Janine starts fighting back. He like punches him and suit like is unfazed. Right. Like it felt like Terminator 2. Like whenever you would hit what's his face? Yeah. That we saw. Uh, Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. Yeah. Um, just unfazed. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. And so suit now like grabs his head with both hands. And Tom is like kind of grappling with him and like punches him in the stomach. And his hand just goes like inside suit oh, inside and yellow goop kind of starts like coming out of suits mouth What? and he pulls his hand out and it's covered in yellow goop and holding like wires okay so now two more suits come and like grab him from behind but like thomas janine is just like freaked out and like defeated basically because he was just like the fuck's happening Get it together. so he just stands up like with them and then okay. mr cochran comes in and he's holding the old lady robot head and he's like kind of looks at the the dead suit on the ground and is like clumsy and he's like this old lady head is a rare piece from 1785 1785 munich I don't remember what he said. <laughs> I thought you said eunuch for a second. You said Munich. Got it. Uh, 1785. They didn't have fucking. Okay, whatever. Keep going. And he's like, ah, uh, doctor. Yes. Remember, Thomas Jadine, you're a fucking doctor. But he's like, remember when his name was Mr. Smith? Yeah. Uh, so Mr. Cochran is like. Cockle Cochran knows who it is. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Janine Smith is like, where's Eleanor? And he's like, she's resting. Mm. He's like, it's going to be morning soon. Halloween morning. Uh-oh. Very busy day for me. And now it's morning. Sunday the 31st. Millie McKeechee from sixth grade. Halloween. Yep. And also Halloween. Right. Oh, this isn't a movie about Millie's <laughs> birthday? Okay. So. <laughs> Factory. Suits, you say a lot of people's full names from your past. That's true. <laughs> Factory suits are leading Thomas Janine somewhere. And, oh, nope, that's what I thought it said. Cochran's just taking in the morning air. Oh, <laughs> what a lovely poetic little moment. What a nice little respite from this horror movie. <laughs> I was like, what is that saying? <laughs> I love that he He's felt standing on the loading dock, taking in the morning air. Taking in the morning air. <laughs> Which is why they all end up walking to the final processing ah, area. Yes, yes. There's an elevator, so they all go in. And Cochran is now, Cockle Cochran is now telling him about the robots. 
And he's like, as a medical man, you should find this fucking fascinating. You know, he's like, here's the best part. They're loyal and obedient, unlike most humans. True. I mean, you're not wrong. So now they go downstairs into something, some like big open factory room. Okay. Just warehouse room. Warehouse room. And Thomas Janine is like, what is this place? Cockrell. <laughs> Cockle Cochran. It's just... Your face trying to formulate that word was so awesome. Because <laughs> you were kind of taking in the morning air, as you said. <laughs> I was taking in the morning air, as I said. <laughs> okay. Cockle Cochran. Uh, he's like, what is this place? And Cockle Cochran is just like, it's ancient technology. And he's like, well, what? you know what? A good magician never, never explains this, this shit. <laughs> So they go in. A good magician <laughs> never explains his shit. Yeah. Don't you have it? You heard that? Yep. Uh. <laughs> Aw. We can get your cry laugh is my favorite thing. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they go in. Do you know what's in there? The fucking Stonehenge stone. The Stonehenge stone. How'd you get that in there? It's fucking huge. How'd you get that? And so there's like scientists, men in white coats everywhere. So they're climbing on the stone. Yeah. Or, you know, working around it. Right. And then there's like a circle of like TVs with like computers and shit, like kind of in front of it. And that has like some main computer things. There's like just a bunch of computer shit around and TV stuff and the stone. And so, and then there's like masks all over, like boxes of masks okay. around you, et cetera, blah. And I guess they say something about an ancient sacrificial circle and Cochran starts laughing and says something about like, believe we got it here. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't read two of the words, so. There is, it's like, I don't know what's happening at this point because I can't, it's like I can't, usually I can like read what I wrote right, and then but, give you a gist, but right. I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's talking, I guess he's just talking about Stonehenge. Okay. And just being like, there's power in it. There's like a force, like sure. even, even a little tiny particle and he like, puts a little tiny piece of Stonehenge on like the little shamrock symbol button and he's like is devastating oh dear me heavens to Mercatroyd so then we go to the TV circle and there's or there's a bunch of TVs kind of around but um there's videos of what all the cameras are watching at Mm -hmm. and we see Eleanor kind of like tied to a table somewhere like a like there's nothing in there it's just like a thing and she's tied down and then there's another table in another room that's just like a body covered in a blanket. And that's Marge from the misfire. <gasps> Marge. Uh... And then they're like, what about the others, the family? And he's like, oh, they're actually going on um, doing a little demonstration uh, mm-hmm. thing. So the quirky family is now being led through a hallway into. It's weird because it's like um, 
you know, all like a structural place, like just gray structure everywhere. But they like walk into this one room and that room has been turned into a living room type place. Okay. But like there's a curtain and then you draw the curtain and it's just like the silver structure, like okay. the gray structure. It's not like a, there's no windows or anything, like you know, so it's set, just like basically. a set yeah, okay. of a living room. So they go in, the suits leave and hand Mr. Cupfort a notepad with a pen. And they shut the door and it says on the outside, it said test room A. Oh. So Cockle and uh, everybody Uh are watching on the cameras of what's happening in the room. Okay. And Mr. Cupfort is the family. Like, they're like, what's going on? And he's like, I don't know. He wants an opinion about one of their newest commercials or something. He's like, roll it, you know? And so the TV kind of turns to scribble and then it's like, Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. It's time. It's time. Beep boop, 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 beep boop. Sorry, I'm getting a new. She's breaking out a new notebook, y'all. Damn. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Kids, gather round and put on your mask. And so their little child puts on his pumpkin mask. And like goes right up to the TV. And of course, the mom is like, hey, don't get too close. You ruin your eyes. Because it's the fucking it's 80s. 80s. And everyone's worried about everybody's eyes. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop. And it's like, watch, watch the magic pumpkin. And then that same blinking pumpkin from the beginning, like yeah. the computer like blinking pumpkin starts to blink on the screen. Oh, no. And the little shamrock button on his mask kind of starts glowing. Oh, and no. And the kid holds his head and his mask kind of gets all like melty or something. I don't yeah. know. And he falls to the ground. Oh, no. And then bugs start <gasps> crawling out of his the mouth of the um, mask. Fucking gross. A lot of bugs. What like the fuck? from everywhere. And mom starts passing out. And then snakes start crawling out. And then, like, a fucking huge snake crawls, crawls out. A of fucking, the kid's mouth? Yes, a rattlesnake. Like, we can't see his mouth. Like, the mask right. is still covering everything, but it's coming out from that area. What the fuck, balls? And we can assume, because that's where it came from, Mark. Yeah. Uh, and then a fucking rattlesnake comes out. Jesus! Uh, so there's just bugs. So many bugs. So you're now dad, Mr. Cuppert. What do you do? What does he do? Uh, if I'm a dad, I'm going to try and rip that mask off my kid's head. Uh, to try to, you know, save him. Uh, and then what do I do? I'm probably going to try to get the mask off my kid's head, too. I mean, that would be my first instinct to try to save my kid. So, or, you know what? I'm going to say that I do that. I try to get the mask off his head. And I think that the dad goes and, like, bangs on the door to be like, let us out. What's happening in here? Hey. Hey. Ma'am. Ma'am! It's one and a half points. Okay. I don't know if that will help you, but like, masks, let's do something to the mask. Yeah. That's where all this nonsense I don't know if anything can save you at this point. Sure. But. But we have to try. Try. Yeah. Dad gives no fucks about his wife passed out or his child, I don't know, on the ground. He immediately just runs to the locked door. That was what that was the vibe I got from Mr. <laughs> Cupford. And start and is just like, help, help. And a rattlesnake comes up and like bites him and sure. then he passes out. And there's just bugs and snakes like everywhere. Is there a th- second kid? No, I'm just one. It's just uh, two, uh, p- two parents and a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and it's just like beep boop, 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 beep
And then cut to kind of commercials all around the world. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it's like a montage of like kids around the world. And it's like, beep, boop, beep, boop. Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween, silver shamrock. And it's like, TV is like playing everywhere. And it'll say like Dayton, Ohio, New York, New York. And we just see kids everywhere. And there's announcements going, it's almost time, kids. Be in front of your TVs for our horathon and our giveaway at nine o'clock. 9 p.m. and don't forget to wear your masks. Oh dear! And it's like Omaha, Baton Rouge, L.A., Seattle, Phoenix. We just see all these people wearing the masks. Oh, Everyone's wearing yeah. masks. And there's even like Shamrock vans at different places with like little speakers on the thing, being like, "Almost nine, kids, get home oh, no. for the giveaway." And cut to our Lady Coroner. She's now trying to call the motel, and it says cannot complete call as dialed. Well, shit. So now she calls Roger. You Who know. Fuck? Raj. Who the fuck's Raj? Raj. You know Raj. All right. She's like, um, I have something for you to look at. I don't think it's a car part after all. And we see now in a kind of room next to her, a suit man in the doorway. Oh, no. And she's like, okay. Um, yeah. I Okay. Talk tomorrow afternoon. Okay. Yeah. That sounds great suit guy opens up a drawer and picks up an electrical drill oh for fuck's sake and lady coroner hangs up the phone and she starts playing (laughs) with the i was gonna let it go she starts lady coroner welcome we've been expecting you like she starts playing with like some mechanical parts in front of her uh-huh. and she's like oh my god and she picks up the phone and she's like operator operator get me the sheriff attack ah! suit guy grabs her and knocks her on the ground and we kind of see from behind so we're not totally seeing it but basic basically drills into her skull no lady coroner back to shamrock town we see on the screen seven thirty p.m we have an hour and a half so of course it's dark right quiet Thomas Janine Smith is tied to a chair. Shit. With a TV in front of him. Oh, no. In a room. He's actually like seat belted. It was like the, the material. Uh-huh. So it's around his neck. Um, once around like tw- his-, his arms, his arms again, and then like his legs. Twice. Okay. And Cockle is like. Enjoy the hearthon and don't forget to watch the giveaway. <laughs> and Thomas Janine is like, Why are you doing this? And Cockle's like, I love a joke. And this is the best kind of joke, a joke on children. What the fuck is with the, our last two movies being people who don't know how to play jokes? <laughs> well, Rude. he says, But there's a better reason. What? You don't know much about Halloween. Only your children wear masks and go out begging for candy. It was the start of the year in our old Celtic lands, and we'd be waiting in our houses of wattles and clay. The barriers would be down between the real and the unreal. Okay. And the dead might be looking in to sit by our fires of turf Halloween. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Okay. Fires of turf. Fires of Halloween. (laughs) Okay. The festival... Of Burps Map. Of Burps Map. Sam, Sam Wayne. 
Mm-hmm. Burps map. The festival of burps map. Yay! The last great one took place three thousand years ago, and the hills ran red with the blood of animals and children. I don't... And Tom says sacrifices. I... Uh... And Cockle's like, it was a part of our world, our craft. And Tom says, witchcraft. Rude. Cockle says to us. It was a way of controlling our environment. It's not so different now. It's time again. In the end, we don't decide these things, you know? The planets do. They're in alignment, and it's time again. And he takes one of the masks and puts it on Thomas Chinine's head. Uh-huh. The world's going to change tonight. I'm glad you'll be able to watch it. And then we start to hear Halloween music, like the... Oh, yeah, I forgot we're watching a fuck. Okay, and Cockle says, "And happy Halloween." And now we see on the TV, Halloween is playing the OG okay. Halloween, like the first one, and so that's where the music is coming from. Okay, so he's now sitting in front of the TV, tied up with his mask on, and we see the clock on the wall says seven forty nine. He kind of tries to like they shut the door. He's the only one in there now. Yeah, he starts to kind of like wiggle around a little bit there's a video camera in the corner and now we're back at like the the stonehenge factory area uh-huh. and cockle you know is kind of watching him on the screen uh-huh. with some other scientists but then they kind of like go about their business so question number five what does thomas janine smith do and what do you do so he's all tied up mm-hmm. and the mask is on his head. Yes. I think the first thing I'm going to try and do is like wiggle that mask. Am I t- so I'm tied to a chair. Your top body is tied to the chair. Yeah. My top body is tied to the chair. I'm going to knock the chair over and like kind of try to wiggle my head out of the mask. That's going to be the first thing that I do. And then I can stand like my legs aren't tied to the chair. I don't know that you could stand. But my legs aren't tied to the chair. Not at the very bottom. It didn't look like. I'm just, I'm trying to, st- I'm trying to stand and like break the chair apart. Like I'm going to like run up against a wall and break mm. a chair apart. But I don't know what it's kind, kind of. It's kind of a metal chair. It's a metal chair. Okay. That's all right. So still going to try to wiggle out of the mask. I mean, I guess I'm good. I'm going to try to wiggle out of the ropes. That's what I'm going to do. Um, But I'm being watched on a camera. Does he break the TV screen? I feel like maybe he like tries to break the TV screen. So we're both going to try to break the TV screen after wiggling our heads out of the mask. Yay! So he like moves the chair and then like kicks the TV screen and smashes it. And then he, he uses a broken shard from the TV screen to cut the seatbelt. Nice! Where his arms are. So now his hands are free. He takes off the mask and throws it over the camera. Camera. Over and the I camera. was like, great aim. Great aim. TJ. Yeah. Fucking. Fucking You should be me. a baseball star. Yeah. <laughs> On top of your doctor detectiveing. Yeah. So the doc now sees, uh, like one of the scientists see that like the camera is black there. Mm-hmm. And Cockle's on the phone and he's like distracted and like they won't get his attention because he's in charge. So he's just like literally standing there like waiting for him as he talks on the phone. So that gives 
TJ some time. He is now completely free and he opens up the vent on the wall mm-hmm. and we see on the clock it says 8-11. <gasps> he hops up into the air vent and crawls through John McLean style. Sure. Come out to the ghost. We'll have a few laughs. I love it. One of my favorite movies of all time. I love it. And so he's crawling through and he passes by the Stonehenge area. And now the scientist is telling Cockle like, hey, there's a malfunction on camera too. So suits go in there and they find the mask and take it off. And there's like an empty chair and they see that the vent thing is down. By this point, though, Thomas Janine is up on the roof. Oh, Thomas Janine. And he goes into another area where there's just like lots of boxes everywhere. And there, um, some suits are walking by. So he's like, ah, but he sees a phone on the wall. <gasps> Question number six, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. I mean, I'm going to call the goddamn police, the actual police officers, actual law enforcement, FBI, Marines, whatever the fuck. <laughs> but I'm sure as fuck not going to call some more doctors. Um, I need a surgeon over here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So that's what I'm going to do. Who's he going to call? I think he's going to call his ex-wife and tell her to make sure that the kids don't wear their Halloween masks at the at nine o'clock. Yay! He calls his ex-wife. She immediately starts yelling, and he's like whispering. He's <laughs> like, "No, you gotta, you gotta get rid of the mask. You gotta get rid of the mask. He killed a family." Um, and one of the scientists now back at like the Stonehenge, the scientist is like, "We've lost him," and Cockle's like, "No, we haven't." And on the, back to him on the phone, and he's like, "I'm not drunk. Just, just listen." And she's like, "Go to hell!" and hangs up. So then he tries to call again, but footsteps are coming. And now he finds the room where Eleanor is in. And so he goes in and he's untying her. And so Cockle knew basically that's what he was going to do. Like yeah. He's like waiting for waiting that to for happen. To so now there. he knows that yeah. they were in there. So they watch that on the camera and all the suits. He's like the West Wing. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? President Bartlett, we have a problem. <laughs> the North Shore. Uh, that's, their, that's their arena that they're right. in. So all the suits go there. So now uh, Thomas, Janine, and Eleanor are free. They're running through the halls. We see that it's 826. Oh, God. Suits are coming. They go the other way. Now they're in the Stonehenge room, but they're hiding behind some boxes and masks. There's suits kind of everywhere. Cochran sees one of the little shamrock button things. Mm-hmm. It's like a box full of those. Okay. Just be the unattached ones, yeah, yeah. you know? And he tells Eleanor to wait here and so what does he's in the room with all the stuff that they're in what does he do and what do you do um thomas janine is in the room with the little thing they're all in that room they're all in the room cockle included yeah they're in the big factory room with the stonehenge and the tvs and the computers and the controls and the Uh um uh i'm gonna start and some boxes of this thing i'm gonna start smashing all of the little thingies just like like a like I'm fucking making wine with grapes with my feet I'm gonna make some gonna some, make some, some fucking silver sham- shamrock metal, silver wine. shamrock wine yeah, yeah just smash that shit up Ooh, um, give it to me and they do something with those or wait maybe he like dumped no let's say we'll do we're we're both gonna just try and destroy those little buttons I'm going to give you no dings. Okay. 
it's not your fault. What he does is insane. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or not insane, but like hard. You're like, yeah. Okay, cool, dude. But like that was just one box of the little buttons. I just like, there's just so so much bigger than that. So he sneaks over to the giant control room computer thing and hits the exact right buttons somehow. Oh. And to do what? Like the exact right buttons to... To turn the commercial on all of the TVs in the room. And then he grabs the box of buttons and he runs up the stairs. And once it gets to the point of the pumpkin flashing, he's up in the rafters above Uh and he dumps the the box of the buttons all down on them. Okay. And they all start like exploding and like all these things and like... Where's Eleanor? She's up there with him in the rafters okay um and so everything starts it's like because they react to the pumpkin thing and so all the robots like explode and cockle is standing there watching this and the pumpkins are still flashing and it's like and why is cockle just like letting this happen he's standing basically in front of stonehenge and the TVs in the circle are like, he, he's in the middle between those two things. Uh-huh. And the TVs like all in a circle kind of start glowing because it's just like beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, right. boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. And he looks up and sees them and kind of like slow claps. Oh, cockle is cocky. What do you mean? <laughs> like just, he's just kind of like, nice job, guys. He, he is. Like he's yeah. like. Like he's cocky. I've, he, but he's like, I've been had. Ah, oh, okay. Like he's like, okay, got it. Good fucking job. Yeah. Sir Thomas Janine Smith. Yeah. (laughs) Sued. He's been sued at this point. Um, Yeah, no, no, no. Like he knows he's been had. Got it. He wasn't like, like he was just like, good job, you. Got it. Uh, Because then all the TVs are glowing. Stonehenge starts glowing. And then he's standing right in the middle of them. So like a laser connects like in the middle. And he just like lights up and like turns to stone stone question mark i don't know glows he's laser and then everything kind of starts like erupting and sparking and exploding and so now thomas janine and eleanor are running away they're already like out in the street and behind them the factory is exploding and now they're driving out of town and there's just fire and explosions behind them and um they're driving and it says on the like radio it's like 8 48 p.m and then the commercial comes on god and the it's like the clock is ticking almost nine and thomas janine's like we got to do something we got to call somebody and eleanor's just sitting there completely silent and he looks at her and he's like ellie are you all right question number eight what does she do next what does ellie do yeah i feel like it's not ellie i feel like it's like robot ellie or something. What does she do? She fucking fucking Ellie fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she starts strangling Thomas Janine and like tries to get him to run off the road because she's robot Ellie. Yay. 
Yeah, she's and like I didn't really think about it at the time, but it's like she hasn't spoken or like right. really done much this entire time, and she just kept running with him basically. Right. Um, so she just turns and looks at him, <gasps> and then grabs his face. And so he's still trying to drive, but he's like drives off the road. They're struggling. The car is like all over the place. And then they hit a tree. He gets out and he kind of walks behind and slowly walks to like her side of the car. The door is open and her arm, just the arm is like still held on to the the handle inside. It's been ripped off and there's just electronic bits on the end of it. Balls. And then all of a sudden she attacks him from behind with the rest of her body and arm. And uh, she has like, I guess she has robot face is what I said. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. She's got I robot different face. than other face. It looks, <laughs> she looks like her. But she starts one arm choking him like against the trunk. Mm-hmm. And he reaches in the trunk and like grabs a crowbar and like hits her with that a couple times. And then yellow goop starts coming out of her mouth and he and hits her again. Her head falls off. Right. And now her eyes are still like just sitting on the ground like. Kim's doing robot eyes, everyone. I was doing robot eyes. <laughs> and he gets in the car, shuts the passenger door. The arm then grabs his neck oh, for and tries fucks. to choke him. So he rips that off. He gets out and throws that into the woods. Jeez, Lewizzles. He looks at his watch. It's 8.50. 8.50? We got 10 minutes. Thomas Janine. Uh, Thomas Janine. <laughs> and then the headless body attacks him. Oh, my Lord. But Get- it's like it's trying and it's like a slow death and it just falls yeah. to his feet and dies. And then he just runs into the woods uh, towards the road, I hope, question mark. Okay. He seemed also, to know where he was going. still playing if the factory burned down? And the factory clearly is the control panel for the commercial. I believe the TV stations are probably the controls for the commercial. Okay. But like now that Stonehenge is just, you know what? I'll let you tell the story. Go ahead. But all of the masks have bits of Stonehenge in them. Right. Okay. And the commercial is the thing that is that sets, sets it off. off. Okay. So just he, trying to wrap my head around the science here. It's it's so it's just so deep. It's so complex. Complex. Yeah. And so he gets to the gas station. Right. Where our friend works. And he runs up and he's like, I need a phone. I need a phone. It's life or death. It's life or death. Inside, we see on the clock, it's nine o'clock. Ah! There's a TV on. Happy, happy uh, Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween, silver shamrock. So he's on the phone and he just is yelling. He's like, if it goes, if it goes on, um, there's going to be death of millions of people. Everyone who's watching, don't you understand that? And he's uh, like, say it's a bomb, then I don't know. Say whatever you like. Just get it off the air. And some kids in some silver shamrock masks come up now, like, to get candy from uh-huh. the gas attendant guy. And uh, the fucking commercial's still playing the whole time. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. And he's like, no, I can't prove it. You got to believe me. Take it off the air. And the kids walk up to the TV. And at that moment, it cuts out. And it's like, please excuse the interruption. We're having some technical difficulties. Please stand by. And the kid changes the channel. Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween. It's time. It's time. It's time. That cuts out. Please excuse. We're having technical difficulties. Please stand by. The kid changes the channel again. Gather around. And Thomas Janine is just like the third channel. It's still running on the third channel. Please stop it. There's no more time. And the pumpkin starts flashing. 
And he's like, you got to stop it. Turn it off. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And it's like a close up on his face. The end. That's it. That's it. Where's Michael? (laughs) Where does, where's Michael? (laughs) Hello? Michael? Ma'am? <laughs> what is... So that's Halloween 3 season of The Witch, Ketrin. But... <laughs> why? Okay. They were trying a thing. They were trying a thing. Yeah. And that's why I think I remembered this movie as being in the Leprechaun franchise. Well, yeah. <laughs> Not as Halloween 3. Like, as soon as the commercials started playing in the very beginning, I was like... Wait a minute. What? I've seen oh, this before. This is very strange. <laughs> this is very, very strange. Also, why? I don't know how I feel about ancient witchcraft being mixed with laser technology. I just, I like my witchcraft pure. <laughs> I just. I mean, it's a new age. It's a new dawn, Catherine. I guess. And so, like, they just wanted to sacrifice millions of children? I just feel uh, like I... I think so, yeah. I just feel like their objective wasn't, like, 100% clear to me the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm like, I something about like, the planets what's your or fucking whatever. end game? How many points did I get? Let's find out. Okay. Hey, guys. This is Kat. And Kim. And we just want to let you know about our brand new Patreon we just launched. You can find us at www.kimandcatstayalive.com. And you'll also find merch on there. Check out our merch store and follow us on social media at KKSamPodcast. We love you. Bye. Okay. All right. Out of 20 points, you got 15 points. Wow. So you did a good job. Thank you. How did I do on my dead, deads or alivesies? Fucking five out of six. I, You're a cunt. I know. Also, but so like... But, like, where's Michael? Like, I'm just so confused. <laughs> I don't under... Like, I just am so confused by, like, the, like, the like meetings about this movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, what were the uh, meetings? I think there's a lot of information out there for you, if you'd like to okay. find it. Okay. Yeah. I think people will tell you a lot of information tell- about that. Okay. Can we post... Can you find some information for me? Sure. Okay. Because I'm... But no, it's like a note that like this is the one movie that he's like not in, and they were like trying to do a different thing. Like I don't, I forget the reason because I remember Eric telling Mackenzie me... Parker will tell us all of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he told us. I think he told me the bunch of it before. But I remember Eric telling me like Michael Myers isn't even in Halloween three. I thought that that was like hyperbole. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, he's like barely there. That he's like may as well not even be in it. Yes, but that's no, what but I it's still thought. like his moot tail. Especially because it was like, world. I don't, yeah, because it was like, because Eric was like, yeah, it's about masks haunting people. I was like, so I was like, obviously like a Michael Myers mask. Right. That's what like that right. was. Nope. He's just not in nope. it. No, they were trying to think. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, you know what? You got to respect f- people for trying to think. Yeah. Well, that was, uh, that was the. How great was Thomas Janine, though? Thomas Janine. He, he's fucking great. <sighs> I got that one scene still in my mind. Oh, with the Thomas with, Janine. Yeah, I mean Thomas Janine Smith, Sir Thomas Janine Sir Smith, Thomas Janine Smith. <laughs> <laughs>
and and Lady Coronor. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck me. Okay. Uh, um, is there other things? I don't think so. Um, uh, listen to us on the Podbelly Network and also follow us, follow us on the social media. Sam Podcast. Please give us a rate review. Please give us the five star review. Yeah. Um, we're so close to like a hundred reviews. So it'd yeah. be really awesome if you told your friends and oh, your mom. Yes. You know what? I'm going to put a call 100. to action out there. Ta- tell everyone you know about Kim and Kat's Day Life, maybe. Please. You know, like even if you're like, I don't know if this is their jam, tell them anyway. You maybe don't know. Try. Maybe it is their jam. Maybe we're their peanut butter and jam. You don't know. Um, but yeah, follow us on social meds. Go look at our Patreon. We got some bone con and, uh, you know, happy, happy, happy silver shamrock day. Yes. Uh, this has been Kim and Kat stay alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay alive, stay alive. Goodbye. Two more weeks till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Two more weeks till Halloween, KK Sampod.